0: Hey guys, it's Carmina here with Mina B. Choppin'. Alright, hey guys, Carmina here with Mina B. Choppin'. And I have Miss Cobra here at Cobra Lightning on Insta. Go ahead and do your shameless plug, homegirl. Let us know um, your full Insta, where you work at, where your shop is called. And...
1: So my Instagram is Cobra Lightning, and it's spelled with the C. Everybody wants to spell it with a K for some reason. <laughs> and I work at the Chrome Lady in San Diego, California.
0: You work at the Chrome Lady or you own the Chrome Lady? I work at the Chrome Lady. I thought that was your shop.
1: No, oh, no, no. I don't want to shop. I don't think I will for a very long time. It's so much work.
0: Yeah.
1: So much work. I'd rather just be free.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, do you, um, moonlight add other shops too, then? Then what? Do you go to like travel to different shops?
1: Yeah, I have, but I haven't been in a long time. So, I just, I used to travel like so much and, yeah. And it's really fun. But then I wanted to like really like plant my feet somewhere because I'm always <laughs> traveling a lot. And then I just stopped couple of years ago just to kind of like stay focused I guess
0: yeah no to build like your home and you get your your following and you get to build your client base and you have like a little bit more consistency but we I'm didn't gonna, even talk about yeah. for people who don't know what you do like what do you do oh I tattoo it's pretty bad enough out.
1: that's
0: work, girl can I ask how much weight you lost
1: man I think I've I mean I've gained some just like recently but hey. um probably over like a hundred pounds. Oh my God, that's so amazing. Cool. Just from working yeah. out? Yeah, getting sober, working out, um, just making right decisions. But recently I hurt myself a couple months ago and that kind of like messed with my mental a lot. Yeah. So I've just been kind of like doing whatever, but I'm kind of back into it full time now. So pretty excited about it.
0: I had lost a lot of weight too. I lost like 60 pounds, but before I had lost weight, I had already quit drinking like a long time before that. And yeah. that is one of the things that I say is if I was still drinking, there's no way, like at that time, that I would have been able to lose that much weight. And I don't think there's no way, yeah, yeah, because you're kicking it with your friends and just with your family and stuff. And it's so normal that you don't understand how much it's impacting you. I think also, like, all the sugar
1: in it and like, yeah. you know, like all the gut health and liver health, too. And then I feel like when you're drinking all the time, like me, I would drink almost every night, you just get, you know you don't, you don't, you're not conscious of anything that's going on in your body. So that to me, was like very poisonous for me. And I think I, when I stopped drinking, I lost 40 pounds like immediately.
0: Yeah. When I stopped drinking Coke, I lost like 16 pounds in a month <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't even trying to lose weight the same.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. But I also feel like mental health has a lot to do with it too. It does. So recently just being like uh Like I hurt myself, my, like my, my, like my leg. And so I've noticed like not being able to go take that out in the gym was just my, my brain was everywhere, just completely wrecked. So
0: how did you start? How you were like, I need to lose weight or I need to get healthy or I need to like clean this out. Like what was the trigger? What made you like just start that journey? Honestly, I was going through a lot
1: like in my head. And then a friend of mine just asked me to go to the gym one day and I just haven't stopped. So how long has it been? Like probably, I think May will be like two years.
0: Oh, that's awesome! That's a lot—like yeah. fifty pounds a year. That's insane. When yeah. I started, I would—I had—I was like in a very toxic marriage, and I got so stressed one day, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like, and I just took off walking, right? And I walked yeah. for like four miles, and after that, I started walking every day. Like, I sort of got—I don't even know what. I would have done if I didn't catch that break, you know, and you're 100% sure that it's mental because you need like somewhere to release for sure.
1: Yeah, I think I got my feelings hurt way too much and then <laughs> being on emo. And then when I went to the gym, I knew like the only person that could hurt my feelings is myself. So that really helped me a lot too, like in a weird way. I mean, yeah. to be honest, like I don't really go in there for like, Physique reasons. Yeah. I think it's more like either punishing myself or like, what's another word to say? Like uh, rewarding myself.
0: Yes, that's funny. So, as well.
1: <laughs> right, it's like it's you know being a girl. I guess you just you're constantly changing every month.
0: Being a girl <laughs> is, just, I mean, it like it's insane. Like. You have to be pretty, but natural. You have to be skinny, like, but healthy. And you have to be super nice. And you have to be smiling. You have to be, like, even-tempered. And
1: <laughs> Why are you so emotional, you know? Like, fuck, because I fucking bleed every month. Like, I don't know what to tell
0: y'all. <laughs> I have three daughters, so I had to have that conversation oh times. And I grew up with all boys. And I did not know about, like, do you have sisters?
1: I have one sister.
0: Yeah, I didn't know anything about like g- growing up with girls or any. Or I was never on sports teams, so like if they're gonna start, I'm like, somebody starting their period. Like I know who's somebody's putting like throwing it in the air. Like
1: <laughs> it's like a chain reaction, and then I don't. I don't feel like no matter how, even like I feel like people in marriages, like just based off my parents, they're like they were. I can tell like constantly. Like when, and I never knew as a kid until I like, I mean, recently I'm like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Like, Oh, (laughs) and And I don't really think guys understand it. They want to, or think they do, but I feel like unless you're raised like around a lot of women, Mm -hmm. you really understand it. But for the most part, if you're like an only child or, you know, I don't know. It's, It's weird. Like I know people who are raised around a lot of women understand it. And they yeah. take it with like a grain of salt. They're like, oh, okay. But <laughs> other people, they just like, they can be like old, you know, and still be like, I don't get it, you know? <laughs> so yeah, That's like- how
0: was in my house. like, that is something like, I'm, I'm Chicana. So that was a very girl only topic. You know what I'm saying? And you don't right. talk about it. And, yeah. We, I would never talk about that with my dad. I still wouldn't like, I wouldn't wear tank tops for all my dad. You know what I'm saying? It's just like yeah. secret. And My ex husband grew up with hella sisters, so he was very open the way he would talk about it. So when I was with him, I would be like, "Oh my god, you're talking about that!" Like, (laughs) you kind of like shut up real quick.
1: You're like, "Um, yeah, (laughs) this is weird." But I noticed that when I started bodybuilding and like when I when I started getting into the gym, I remember I hit like a standpoint, and I was like, "I wonder what's wrong with me." So when I went and got my blood work done, which I, would like, you know, advise everybody to go do that and check out, like, it was telling me why I was freaking out or becoming, like, overraging or super emotional during certain times because of that and learned, like, why a lot of us get on birth control when we're younger and, like, what that does and the synthetic shit that, like, makes us feel this way and all that and then also, like, what we put in our bodies also do that, like, hormonally, you know?
0: Yep, a thousand percent i've said it a million times that birth control like ruined me and ruined my whole marriage it completely changed me as a person and i have like memory like i don't even remember stuff from back then or i was like super angry i mean yeah and it's not talked about enough i love that you said that
1: i i because i got on this um I got on a hormone because of it because I wasn't producing enough of it mm-hmm. and that was like making me super angry all the time and super you know it's not birth control but it has to do with like premenstrual and I feel like a lot of people yeah. don't understand that and I think that has probably helped me like I think I've been on it for like a year and off and on towards like the end of the year but it's been such a life changer for me it like even softens me up a little bit where I don't have to be like super hard all the time which <laughs> I don't think I am but you know when you're around people they know you a little bit more than you know yourself when you're with them every day so you just kind of have to be like okay well something is wrong with me definitely <laughs> you know. but like if everybody's saying it like... <laughs> but when you start working with other females everybody syncs up and then everybody's like i mean i don't know if you work with other females at a barbershop, but i'm pretty sure that the guys are yeah. like oh my god what's going on
0: <laughs> but the guys They're... have their own stuff too like we were just talking about like guys are way bigger chismosos than girls and they're way more emotional than girls and I was like the harder they are like the more the softer they are inside like they're trying to cover something up
1: <laughs> I think one time a friend wanted to like I could tell it came from like a place of abandonment so like instead <laughs> of like going after him and being like it's because of this it's because of this I was like well I honor you and I respect you and I love you and I'm sorry you feel this way and they're like Okay, I feel better. So I feel like it's a lot having to do with their moms too, as well, and how they were raised, and yeah, what women was introduced into their life at that time. That's what I've been kind of like seeing what breaks it down because they are really emotional too, and they're very yeah. good people, like good men. I just feel like they're just misunderstood, just as much as we are.
0: Yeah, you know, sure. like there's it, like a link. Yes, and I feel like it took me a long time to understand, like because my dad was so mean. Right, and I didn't learn until I was older that we can only parent or teach or understand as much as we were taught. You know what I'm saying, so yeah. I had to give like my dad some grace because obviously he's he's i'm like I said i got know his dad was Mexican from Texas, you know what I'm saying, way harder than my dad was, and I'm sure his dad was even harder than him, you know what I'm saying, so mm-hmm. like. Someone had to break it.
1: <laughs> usually so, I feel like the daughter, one of the it, firstborn daughters is the one that's different.
0: like,
1: hey, I love you. It's okay. You know? And we're like many, many versions of them. I think, like, I was the closest to my dad, as far as like the, the girls in my family. Yeah. And he'd be like, get the fuck out of my house. And I'm like, I'm not leaving. Like, why? <laughs> like, instead of like, oh, mm, fine. You know? Like, I... I knew it wasn't me and he was hurting in different ways so and yeah. i knew that like at the end of the day he probably just didn't have love yeah you know and that and helped me love. a
0: lot love right if they didn't have it or weren't shown how to give it especially to a girl and i think that's so toxic too at the same
1: time because that that sets us up for like the men
0: that we like and the men that we attract and we end up finding dudes like that so <laughs> my mom used to tell me that all the time she would be like Cause I would, me and my dad, we butt heads and he, and she'd be like, you're going to marry somebody just like your dad. So when I like was out looking, right. I married my ex-husband and I'm like, oh yeah, he's not like my dad. Like he's so much nicer, but everything that I didn't like about him was stuff that I missed from my dad, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Bye.
1: (laughs) <laughs> that's exactly how i feel i end up i feel like a lot of the dudes that i date are kind of like around that not they'll never be him obviously but the emotional part that's where yeah. i get stuck in
0: he just wasn't but, like my dad would fix everything my dad would be like oh let me go change your oil Your tire. you know what i'm saying like really yeah, do everything handle, handle it stuff. and the yeah. provider yes <laughs> And I super needed that.
1: But um, I I feel like that ends up being in us. And then we look for the emotional guy. That's not the provider or the person that will fix things. And we end up being (laughs)
0: that. I'm
1: like, oh, my gosh. Why couldn't I just been a princess instead of your son? (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Do you mind if we talk about your I know your dad passed um, Mm -hmm. and you went through it like in a very public way? Yeah. um, how was that? And did that contribute like to you wanting to be healthy?
1: So my dad's actual anniversary is tomorrow, which Aww. has been last night. I got real emotional thinking about it. Cause I was like, man, I really won't ever get to experience. I mean, you know, whatever God's will is in my life yeah. for that, but I, I probably will never experience another human like that in my lifetime. But I had a dream about him recently, which was amazing knowing that like he's with me always. So that made me feel better. But man, I think my I was doing so well, and like I remember, I I talked to my dad all the time, and then like there was one week where I broke my phone. My you know, my, it, like it was it, we were in Houston, and there was like a recession going on, or like you know oil crisis. My dad's in oil, so I end up like I'm like even though I was paying for a lot of the things, I didn't want to give my dad another headache of telling him I broke my phone and that I was too scared to call him and be like okay, I'm sorry I, like, caused another $1,000, <laughs> it sucks because I wish I could have ignored that and just hit him up anyways, but he passed away, like, a week later oh. and I was like, man, I could, like, he was trying to reach out to everybody and ask how I was, yeah. which is crazy. He was like, man, have you heard from Kat? I'm really worried about her. And, like, it was, it, a lot of things went on during that week and I didn't even know until later in life, but um, Man, it was, it was crazy. I think if anything, I destroyed myself for it, you know, like the guilt and the shame. And it wasn't until like, you know, diving more deep into Jesus that I feel like, okay, that's not who, what I was supposed to do. But at the same time, I feel like I needed to go through that to get to where I needed to go now, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Like all that, excuse me, all that anger and pain and hurt, like had to go somewhere. And I think I used it and like, uh, way that my dad is always with me and it was like okay like now I have to do what he you know raised me to do. Mm-hmm. And um you know he raised me to be my own person and not somebody else or not. You know, he raised me big on not being impressionable and and to be honest and to be loving and even though he was really hard on me, it was um he just wanted me to do the right thing, you know what I mean? Like yeah. don't you know don't bully people, don't shame people. Like, there's people out here that are, like, less fortunate, and like, he was very generous, and he helped out a lot of, like, wealth, like, you know, unfortunate, like, wealth, what is it called? Um, Just underprivileged people. Yeah. I've never known anybody in my life to do that on his own without any kind of camera with nobody. Yeah. Like, It was really cool. So, like, all the things that I was going through started unfolding for me, and I think, like, I've always been somebody Well i like i like to stand up i guess and that's probably because of him because he stood up for himself a lot and like other people that like whenever he passed away i think on the show is when i did that the most Mm -hmm. like i'm like i can't believe you guys are doing this but i I felt (laughs) like my dad was like that you know what i mean so (laughs) you guys can't be living like this or doing this or like this isn't right and how can you guys are so impressionable and this and this and that so it's like You kind of have, like, he would always tell me, you know, there's no point in leaving if the chips are always down, which is true. You know what I mean?
0: Yep. What's the best piece of advice that he he gave you that you remember? Because you just said so many good things right now, but what's the, like, number one thing that sticks out?
1: So he used to tell me all, like, three things, which is, like, some, like, roughneck, you know, oil stuff, but he'd be, like, it was three things. You always bring a jacket, because you never know if you're going to get cold. You're always on time, because that's the one thing you have control of, and then... You always wear fresh clothes because you never know who you're going to meet. Obviously, I don't really do that much because I'm always <laughs> late and I'm always cold. And, you know, I think that's why I have to like, I have this weird clothes obsession, but I also like feel comfortable. So it's like, but, um, you know, the golden rule, I want to say was his biggest thing, you know, treat others like the way you want to be treated and don't don't judge nobody don't throw anybody on the back burner don't like you know like he was really big on being equal and just because I they did that. something to you doesn't mean you got to do it back to them
0: that's amazing yeah he was was like like a lot more
1: hardcore huh what um what nationality is he my dad is uh, norwegian and scottish oh wow yeah so he's I did you not know, know that but you're from houston right yeah, but my dad's from Whittier, California. So he grew up like in Southern California. Yeah. Oil, his family's all into oil. And no. So he was like, <laughs> he how he was like a roughneck,
0: life. roughneck, 100%. You're right. <laughs> right.
1: But he did not care. He was really well-spoken. <laughs> he was out there. He was awesome. hardcore. I'm like, yeah, very proud of my dad. He never was a drug addict. He didn't drink. He didn't. Leave us. He didn't you know what I'm saying? Like he he was very there with us and he kind of put the fear of God in us. I love that. So it was but it was I was like, man, I fucking do like you know,
0: but I'm telling you, me and my dad were like were when I was younger. Like but he it's funny that you said about clothes because my dad told me something too, and I'll never forget it. It has to do with like representing myself. But he was like, If you don't have straight teeth, you're never gonna get a job. And that like always stuck out in my head. <laughs> like That's when I knew that you had to like look better than everybody else, I guess. <laughs> like True so a job. And so you stand out the most. And that's so funny. Cause it's really a lot like what you said.
1: <laughs> that's crazy because my dad made sure that our teeth were like number one. And he would get so mad at us if something were <laughs> happening. Like I've been
0: paying so much fucking money for your teeth. But, you know what I mean? I'm like, Oh, leave. like, sorry. <laughs> you don't see how now I'm like, it's so important and I feel like everybody has like veneers and all kinds of fake teeth now. So I feel like I pay attention to it more than ever. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, oh shit, my dad was right. Like <laughs> Right.
1: I and I even see myself where I'm like, teeth are a big thing. Even though my teeth are kind of like I feel like a little bit busted, but I uh like I like dudes with teeth, I'm always staring at it and I'm like
0: <laughs> I don't know. we have perfect teeth Bad teeth. Like, though, teeth we, bad
1: breath yeah
0: so you said on the show and we didn't bring that up yet but what show were you on
1: i was on black ink Crew. chicago it was like this on vh1 and it was this crazy 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 reality tattoo tv show let's <laughs> put it that way so
0: i feel like that's what everybody now is trying to get to because of social media like they're trying to hit that I don't know, ceiling or whatever to be a reality star, you know, in their own right. But what did it feel like, like when you got the phone call and what was the process of getting on the show?
1: Man, you know what? I was like, literally going, I was taking care of my dad at this time. And I was like, okay, God, I need, I, pr- I got on my knees and I was praying. I was like, wherever you take me, I'll follow. Literally went to my car and I got an email address, like an email. I was like, Hey, we want you to do this. And like, I got so nervous. <laughs> when I read it, because for some reason I already knew, like yeah. I'm be on the show. That's
0: awesome. I didn't know they
1: interviewed like 400 girls.
0: Oh my god!
1: And so, like, uh, and we—this was like the first wild card, I guess, that would go on that show after things like unfolded and were told to me. But I was super nervous, and then I did an interview that lasted like two and a half hours long. Yeah, you know, I was like, please don't pick me, please don't. I didn't, I was, you know, I was taking care of my dad, and I had like I was you know, fresh into, not really fresh into tattooing, but I was getting some momentum and I was working at all the shops that I wanted to work at. And I really yeah. focused on tattooing and then, you know, God has other plans, you yeah. know? So I got kind of thrown into it and I had no idea what I was getting myself into.
0: <laughs> it was like, insane. Like it was, it's the episodes sometimes were even stressful to watch and I would like turn them off. I'd be like, they're fighting too much. Like I can't even watch it. Like, and I still I do that.
1: I didn't watch it. I didn't even, I was like, all right, whatever. And they were like, last week, I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. (laughs) So I guess that helped me stay true a lot to myself on there and like what I went through because I didn't watch what the producers were putting out there versus like what I really had to go through. Yeah. Does that make sense?
0: And you still haven't watched anything to this day?
1: No. You're smart. My brother will like, hey, you
0: remember this? I'm
1: like, I get so angry because that's not who I am anymore. And that's not like the person I want to be portrayed as. And like, that really set me off. And he's like, I watch it like once a week. And I'm like, please stop.
0: I'm like, I didn't feel like you on there was how you really are, to be honest with you when I was watching it. Cause I actually want to say like, we watched it like last year. Cause it came on maybe Netflix or something. I don't know. But, um, I just felt like that wasn't you. And they were like putting out weird pieces. And I'm like, there's yeah. no way. Like, because I feel like you have to have such confidence to be a tattooer and that they weren't showing that strength and that, that, um, that like really strong woman part of you, just so you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I just remember waking up one day and being like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Like, this is like, I think when I first did it, it was like, okay, I'm going to come like." They like, I thought I was fired, but then they were like, We really like you. And then my dad had passed away. So I was like, What's up? I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to do this. I was hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, drunk and messed up. Like, I was really just uh, in a different part of my life. And I wanted to take it out on something. And I feel like whatever transpired from that, like, really put me in that position to be that person but i was i was on so many drugs i was drunk all the time i was you know lashing out i was raging i was hurt yeah i was very my mental health was shot yep but i mean i try to stay true as possible as to myself you know what i mean yeah like i wasn't gonna fuck nobody's man i wasn't gonna (laughs) you know do anything crazy so they had to like come up with all these crazy things that they thought that i would do and i was like oh my you're like, i because I at least know how to do that. <laughs> so that's kind of what that came from. Would
0: you do it again? No. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that.
1: No. I'm cool. I, I think I've healed a lot. Like, Plus, it's crazy, because I don't remember any of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember the friendships and like the people that I met when I was out there, and I loved yeah. that and that prime of me, but there, it was my life was still and i was going through so much off camera with things around me that it was just you know not a good time all around like everything that was going around me and i didn't really seek god at that time but i prayed all the time but i wasn't you know equipped or i didn't really um talk to him about anything it was just kind of wishing my way out of it or you know like what does this mean and like you know there's you I was Chicago, a satanic City, so it's like, what are you <laughs> what, like you know no one was really going to church, and it was bad I think lily she her family went to like a Catholic church and they were really religious, and they were very like you know they're they, like I love Lily on that show, even though we had fallen out sometimes, but she was really good to me she was really, a really amazing chick, so she was one person that kind of kept my faith alive in there.
0: do you still talk to anybody?
1: I do a little bit here and there. We have like online, you know, interactions, but I'm just like on my own.
0: It's like high school, huh? I would assume. <laughs>
1: I mean, I love them all. We, yeah. had great, we had great times with each other. And if I show up, I'll probably be like, what are you guys doing? What are you all up to? Where are you at? Like, it would be like that. But as far as like, you know, I follow Dawn and Ashley a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to Lily here and there. That's about it. I see like Charmaine is doing a great job. You know, she's yeah. a mom now, married, so that's amazing. But that's okay. about it. Ryan, he's I love Ryan. Every time I did visit, that's where I would go to Ryan's shop. So Yeah, he's super chill. Yeah, he's a sweetheart, so I don't think a lot of people know that about him. He's just a really he can have his differences, but he's a very good guy. You know, he was good to me at least for that point.
0: He seems like really true with his intentions, to be honest with you. What did you say? I said he always seemed like true with his intentions. I think we know like how reality, but like that it's not reality. You know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) Maybe just put like under pressure, like, and they, they catch you. Like when you're like off guard, like when you don't have them, when you're like, you know, super frustrated or sad or vulnerable, they're like, okay, like, wait, after that. And you're really you're like, oh dude, that's very intimate. I don't know why you that's all right. And I think after a while I got really that was just something that I couldn't even do anymore.
0: Yeah. So how long have you been tattooing for?
1: Um sixteen,
0: I wanna oh, say. How old are you? Yeah, I'm thirty two now. Sixteen years. Yeah, just about. Did you get to tattoo your dad? Yeah,
1: I did. So before he passed away I tattooed him for like From when he was sixty to sixty two. But I went to his house to tattoo him and he was like, Don't get any ink on my carpet. And I made probably the (laughs) biggest black massive circle in the middle of his living room. And he never (laughs) forgave me for it. So that was pretty nuts. But I tattooed mostly his legs and probably every weekend. He was probably my toughest client though, because he always like would talk shit to me. Yeah. Like you're wiping too hard, or you're it'd be like eight hours of that. So I didn't know what to do half the time.
0: It's so are like your dad and my dad are the same person. Cause I would, I, after I got out of cosmetology school, he I would cut his hair and he'd be like, this is a $7,000 haircut. Okay. This one's a $5,000 haircut. Cause he paid for my school and he'd but, be like, do you push your clippers that hard on all the clients? Like, <laughs> Yeah.
1: They don't, they don't give a fuck. I feel like they are just like the hardest people you'll ever. Dads are at least, you know, and that's, I'm so grateful for my dad to put that kind of attention on me because I probably wouldn't be as like, you know, the person I am today without it. And and he like for him to be my toughest client, I'd rather be my dad than
0: anybody else. How about like because um, tattooing isn't a conventional job. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like Barbara and Cosmo, too, they're like, oh, people are like, oh, that's not a real job. You know what I'm saying? did your how was how supportive was your dad when you were super young and your mom too
1: (laughs) i was 17 years old and i probably had the most emo haircut you could possibly be girl my dad hated it and i went i we like he he worked overseas a lot so he just came back from like russia or somewhere over like in the middle east i forget where somewhere eastern but i didn't didn't talk to him really and we had really it was like a really bad time for us too like my parents were already separated and they were going through a lot My mom's like, well, you only have one dad. I'm like, fuck him. Like, you know, I want to talk to him. You know, thinking I'm grown, But then when I saw him, I think we both didn't know how to communicate with each other, even though we were like the same person. So I told him I was like, uh, I remember I have a picture, too, of the day I asked him, which I'm super grateful for. I think I'm wearing like a Hollister plaid button up. Like so probably moccasins and like a. it's like skinny jeans, like in a bullet belt. I don't know something crazy, but <laughs> we're sitting at a Dave and Buster's, and I was like, "Hey, Dad, you know, I, I was like, probably I didn't want to talk to him because I didn't want him to shoot me down because it's something I really wanted to do. Yeah, <laughs> I to do it regardless. I was like, you know, you're not going to stop me, but I didn't want to do it without my dad's consent. Like, I never wanted to do anything without. I want you know, I want. I love my dad. I think he's the greatest yeah. man ever in my life, and I and I never. Even though I said I hated him so many times, I, man, like, I was so impressed. You know, my dad did it all. And he was, you couldn't say shit to him or about him. Like, he was perfect. So he, um, I remember going, Dad, I wanted to, I wanted to become a tattoo apprentice. He was like, what? I was like, well, I want to learn how to tattoo. And like, you know, it's like this much. And like, you know, it's kind of like spinning it out. And he looks at me and he goes, no, that's what the fuck I see you doing. i <laughs> like
0: oh that's amazing so he
1: totally was like blessed oh, by it <laughs> I <choose my> eyes. <laughs> yeah that makes me i mean i always
0: remember that oh. you know
1: and i was so young and i was so scared and then he w- he probably taught me more about how to handle tattooing like as a business than i want to say anybody yeah. else because he's like what you need to do is you don't do those small things don't be mediocre you need to be like really good and do like big pieces and then that way you have a big canvas to work on, you keep working on it, and then doing this, and I'm like, so now to the to this day, I, I do like a lot of big pieces, and I know like one time he was like, you're just gonna be, I remember he was yelling at me in a parking lot, and he was like, you're gonna be mediocre, and you don't give a fuck, and like all this, and I was like, I remember I never argued with my dad ever. I was so scared because he had like a quick hand and I didn't want to be at like the end of it. So I'm like, one day I was like, you know what? I don't want to be mediocre. I don't want to stay here. I don't like I, I want to be just like you. I am just uh-huh. like you. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I was so scared. And then he was like, all right. you, uh, okay. Well, I'm glad you told me that. Like, he was like totally calm. And I was like, oh, no, oh, really? uh, you know. I thought he was gonna like strike me or something or like tell me not to talk back to him, <laughs> but he totally was like, uh Okay. And then you are just like me. But then he started telling me what I had to do, like you've gotta do the you know, the ten thousand hours. You've got if you really love excuse he never pressed me on he's like, just get your education and whatever you do in life, love it. Because if you don't love it, you're gonna work every day. But if you do love it, you're you're not gonna work every day. You're gonna enjoy your life every day. So one thing, my dad was hard on me, but he wanted me to love what I did. So, mom, my mom, she's she's you know she's Asian, she's Malaysian, and you know she grew up around like she came over here, and they're really big, which is crazy because her family is like a big tribe that started like tribal tattooing. Yeah, she's like it's not my life, and doesn't really want anything to do with it. I recently tattooed her, but she. You know, I'm, I'm an American Asian girl. Yeah. So I have all the opportunity in the world to do whatever else. And I chose the tattoo. So that's <laughs> like, why would you do that? You know? Yeah. I'm like, but my dad said, like, you know, but she's. Daddy
0: said. <laughs>
1: yeah. She, she wanted me to be like, she's like, we work so hard and you know, you could be making more money and you could be doing this, you know, I don't think any mom wants to need their kids to be like starving artists or. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but she's she's a barber, which is crazy.
0: Ah, uh, see, Because so, like,
1: my she didn't have to work, but I think my dad's like, you got to do something that you love. Like, yeah. you know maybe that'll help you out. Like in your, you know, not that she needed to, but I think um yeah. she wanted that independence. She she didn't want a man to say what she could do. You know, she's yeah. very very strong woman. I love my mom. We're probably just so much alike, but she. <laughs> was really hard on me, too. My dad was, like, you know, he loved me, you know, in a different way. But my mom was just, like, she's just Asian, so it comes with all the <laughs> Asian stuff, you know? Like, you're supposed to buy me a house, and you're supposed to take care of me, and you're my fucking yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, it's not going to happen. Like, I can't, like...
0: <laughs> with the guilt, right? Like, it's the yeah. same.
1: <laughs> she's very, like, she's very, like... My sister said it best. She, if she was me, she would do a lot more with education and like you know what i mean and like yeah. because she, she's like you know asian immigrant that she doesn't have the opportunities that i have so i get that you know having parents that are not from here yep. it's yep. very hard you know for them to see their kids grow up and they're like oh i would do whatever i want <laughs> and they come from like a third world country where they didn't have anything you know or books or pencils or I'm like, okay, well, I can't, this is bloodline from you. So I don't know (laughs) (laughs) why you (laughs) did this.
0: (laughs) It's so hard. Everybody's not a person. Um, Everybody's not a school person. You know what I'm saying? That took me a long time to understand. And I would always like tell my daughters like, oh, after school, you go to college, you go to college, you go to college. One of my daughters is not a school person, and I know that she's super smart and she's been really smart since she was a baby. And school would just not be for her. And I feel like as a parent, it's hard to verbalize that. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt like I was saying something wrong, but I feel like maybe tattooers and barbers like become so successful because we don't, we can get into our career like really quickly. You know what I mean? And we can actually just start working towards our career instead of. And build up a really good income compared to like doctors and lawyers, you know, without having to get like a bachelor's or an MBA and stuff like that. So that's right. actually an advantage of living here, too.
1: <laughs> I just I feel like, you know, like now that I'm older, I do want to like I do want to educate myself. I do want to I, I think like my brain finally caught up. But I think yeah. before then, like uh, just at a young age, I was like, I do not want to be here. Like yeah. I know I can do something like greater than this. Like school yeah. wasn't for me like at all. But I knew I wanted to do something that wasn't. It wasn't like I was lazy or I didn't. But yeah, I wanted to create something. I wanted to make something that lasted. I wanted like I was on fire already. You know what I mean. But like like I could like academics and all that, it, was, it wasn't yeah. my name. I was like I'm over it. <laughs> <My> <laughs>
0: brother, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm about to start going back to school. Like in two weeks like I you you're more excited now like more, passionate more. Now. and if I went out of high school there's no way I would have been successful it just wasn't the time right it wasn't like the right mindset I wasn't I didn't respect it enough you know now I'm like okay I know what I can actually get out of it so do you have any like big stuff coming up any shows or is there anybody that like you want to work with
1: man I think at the time like one thing that I'm really big into is my faith and like that's something I've been you know since I was like probably a kid, but I' just you know if, if I could tell anybody to do anything, I'd just believe in Jesus and read the Bible, you know, and like really seek god and and you know talk to him, have a relationship, have a conversation with him, you know get to know him and i I think that's out of all the stuff that I've been through and all the things in my life, I've, I've, you know, God's been like one of the biggest changes in my life and this has brought me so much peace. And also I got to like, I think I used to hate myself so much because I always knew I was just different or like, not like, um, like what's wrong with me or why is it? And then once you start understanding who God is and like his will and, and you know why Jesus is, excuse me, like why, you know, Jesus is Jesus and, you know, and like the Holy Spirit, I feel like that's super big. So if anybody is wanting to just, you know, if they're just sitting there, they don't believe in God. I I would just really, that's like one of my biggest things in my life. You know, that's why I'm here. You know, I'm
0: a very faithful person and I was raised like really religiously and like I'm like, it works for her. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not as religious. She is. I don't pray as much as she does, but my mom is so strong and so amazing. And I'm like, obviously something is working. You know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) You know, like, you know, like I was church hurt a lot, you know, in the past. And also like, you know, my dad, I'm like, well, if you believe in God, you're a fucking (laughs) asshole. Like, why should I, you know what I mean? Like, but when I think it's all individual, you know, and I, I I know that we all have to, um, God, like it's different for everybody, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's just one thing about me that just like set me free of a lot, you know, cause we are free, you know, Jesus paid a price for that. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it made me, it made me like my own relationship with God, made me not shame myself, made me not hate on other people, made me love who I am from the inside. You know what I mean? Cause we are chosen and, and it just, man, it changed my life. And if nobody could tell me what I experienced, you know what I mean, or what I read. Like, even my mom, she's super religious, and, like, now I'm like, I would never go to church. And now I'm like, (laughs) I want to go to church all the time, you know what I mean, because of just where I'm at with God. But I, I feel like, you know, God's timing is perfect, and we all get into it when we do. And, you know, there's a lot of people who have different, you know, that's Western and that's this. and It's for, like, my friend. She was like, you know, I don't really get into religion because religion was made for, I think she said, Uneducated, you know, immigrants. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Cause, like, I don't, I don't really think that's it for me. But my mom, you know, I saw my mom's journey. She, she was like, I don't like God. I don't like him. And then maybe 15 years ago, my mom's like, God is everything, you know? And she was church hurt a lot too. And I grew up kind of like in a cult. So it was just, you know, we'll just stop. didn't
0: continue like tell me about that
1: (laughs) so it's like christian science and they don't believe in doctors or hell i don't think so everything is like but it was like there's so many families that i know that are christian Science that go through so much abuse because it's like you know what i mean i can only imagine how catholics and christians and all that are but you know i feel like people want to interpret it the the way they do but like that was, was like man fuck that shit but I had this encounter when I was 14 with the Holy Spirit or that's when I received it and I never knew why but everything that I went through I, I made it out and and was able to you know follow that spirit and to understand that and then it just makes me want to be a better person and I feel like a lot of people want to use religion to their own advantage versus yeah. like what God's really saying you are and who you are and yeah you know God is love just and joy and peace, and you know, and what it's I mean? like whatever your
0: interpretation of that is, too, right? Like, right, you get your love and like where your belief is, and not necessarily like you have to believe this thing,
1: right? I think a lot of people, yeah, th- it's the whole gospel, it's not just Jesus, it's not yeah. just the Old testament, it's not just Genesis, it's not just the New Testament, it's, it's the whole entire thing, and that, that's what I, my journey is. You know, my relationship with God is really strong, but I feel like now that I've been. Reading more and more of the Bible and studying it on my own, I'm starting yeah. re- like rereading it, read understanding it, and figuring out like it's beautiful. That's dope. Very you know, that because you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> And I think reading it on your own is like so important, and this goes with anything because anybody can read like pieces of anything, right? And mm-hmm. be like, okay, what it means. Like, but there's so much other stuff like around it, right? Other than there's just one scripture that you're going to use like for your own benefit
1: right you can't take things out of context too and that that i was doing out of my own like you know like i was like well the bible says this and you know and then i was like i wonder okay why so i would dig deeper and deeper and deeper and then i was like man like and then after reading it i'm like this is the most beautiful thing i've ever read in my life like because it really goes through what a lot of people and it's so relevant to what i go through in my life even though these things happened you know so so long ago i'm just like You start to relate your life to a lot of these stories and you're like, man, and then your heart starts changing. And then the way you grow into that, that to me is like, it's so beautiful. You know, I've been reading a lot of like First Samuel and and it's it's amazing because you see like and there's so much going on on like such a small book (laughs) in the Bible. And you're like, this is crazy. But there are situations that I've been in recently where I would have been emotional and I would have fought back and I would have been like, fuck you and all this other shit. But it ended up making me understand that other side because, you know, God, you know, it's like who you're, you know, being a man that's, you know, after God's heart. And I think that's like something that I've had to learn and to change who I am in my, you know, in my life, because at the end of the day, we serve others. You know what I mean? I think as a barber, too, you would understand you don't want to leave these people leaving like hating their haircuts or like,
0: <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm just it's very, again, similar to tattooing where everybody comes in like, so bar- that we're like doing cuts because somebody passed away and they're going to a funeral or they're presenting something or a wedding. You know what I'm saying? There's these huge um, life milestones and you're documenting those milestones. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's good to have like some wisdom to impart. But it's also all that stuff that you're talking about helps you on your healing journey. I remember on my journey, um, the first time I didn't because I was like very angry, right? Yeah. Super angry. And the first time I didn't react to something angrily, I felt so powerful. I was like, oh my God, like I don't have to react. Like, why do I feel good right now? Like <laughs> but what like it's so amazing like when you start coming out on the other side.
1: And it's, it's like, you know, I wish, you know, I can take away like all the people's church or pain in in religion, but that's, you know, something that they have to walk through also. And, you know, I used to be like, well, yeah, the word, you know, this and like that. (laughs) And even in the Bible, it says like, well, you're not supposed to convince anybody of religion. You're just supposed to show them your walk, you know what I mean? So that was something like I've been correcting myself and like carving myself out of You know, and like I said, like all the the negative things in my life have like turned, like I'm not the same person I was on the show at all, completely opposite of that. And it's crazy because I don't even know that person anymore. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I do. I couldn't
1: even go back to that space. And like, I'm so happy because that place was like a pit, you know, where I was lost and I was hurt and angry and abandoned. And now that like I know the unconditional love that God gave us or has for us and you know who Jesus is that really made me feel like all I want to do now is be alone with God like I, I don't even want to, you know what I mean it's <laughs> kind of weird where you're just like, you're also just, yeah.
0: up, like. <laughs> um, and you're a thousand percent right like you have to go through all that stuff like
1: you have to yeah. like you have to be church or sometimes I feel like you know nobody's perfect and be <laughs> yep. there and I feel like you have to feel that way and, and I feel like we have to go through all these things in your life yeah. Just understand what's really going on in there like yeah okay like okay now i know why it's just love thy neighbor you know or like what treat others the way i've treated you or like
0: and it's so simple
1: right? Yeah, yeah.
0: so like there's the, there's this um poster i've seen it a thousand times but this is like everything that i need to know i learned in kindergarten and it's exactly that stuff it's like treat others how you want to be treated to like say i'm sorry you know what i'm saying like just such simple 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 it's crazy it's-
1: yeah, you know, way better. It's you know, like, I guess not, you know, just getting more into this, but like how perfect Jesus is, like, and how he was to people. He didn't get angry. He didn't get upset. He didn't get, like, you know what I'm saying? He didn't, yeah. He wanted, like, even when people killed him, he was like, forgive them. You know what I mean? Or like, yeah, he healed people who were like full of diseases and like, yep. like, it's just crazy. Cause then you look at the perfect human or the perfect person and then you want to be that person. <laughs> and nobody really can walk that, you know what I it's mean? The way he did. Have- Something but it's like. Look at so when it you is. start, yeah, when you start yeah. carving yourself to be a better person, and, and and that's your role model, it's like, man, like, you start being like, forgive me, forgive me for doing all this. Like, this is not right. You know what I mean? You want to clean yourself of all that because you you get to see that love that that person had for us. You know what I mean? I think I to my friend, I was like, I was talking to her and I was like crying and I was like. To have somebody tell God how perfect you are, like fight for you, I was like crying. I was like, He just he just loves me so much. Like, it was amazing to feel that in my heart and really know that. And that's something like a church couldn't tell me. That's something like a friend couldn't tell me. And that's something that I've, you know, found out on my own. Cause you got a lot of people who are like, Oh, that person didn't believe in God. So they're going to hell. Or they're, they're you know what I mean? And it's like, I went through a very like hard, um, passing and I, this is what really got me into it but like my boyfriend of four years passed away in March and that gift from him leaving was to bring me closer to God so that and if I didn't have that I'd probably be not here you know what I mean or just still on drugs or doing some crazy stuff and that that I'm grateful for you know at first I didn't understand it and now I'm starting to understand the purpose of it so it, it was hard but I'm glad I didn't I told my friend the other day I was angry. I was upset. I was hurt. But I never was that at God because, like, I know that everything has a reason. God's timing is perfect. And that's something that I'm starting to understand more and more and more every day.
0: So I have to start wrapping it up.
1: Yeah. Awesome.
0: Do you have any, like, shows that you're going to do or anywhere that you're traveling to, even if it's just within California?
1: Oh, I have this uh, com- like a little skateboarder convention oh, coming up in March there. that I'm pretty excited about. I love these guys. They're called the Silly Pink Bunnies. They're something like they're a group that have taken me in, and they're amazing guys. And they're all skaters, and they're they all love each other. And they're I'm just They're all over. So they're from oh, nice. like New York and you know San Francisco, Denver, New Mexico, Houston. You know what I mean? They're just everywhere. Yeah. They're what really are you gonna do? Cool. With um, it's just like a three-day Easter convention kind of oh. thing. it's right. all tight. It's pretty, but I'm looking forward to that. But other than that, I'm just wanting to keep my head down and work on being a better tattoo artist, person, friend, lover, anything.
0: Love
1: it. Yeah.
0: Are you dating anybody now?
1: <laughs> no, I'm actually single.
0: Smart right? girl. <laughs> and and uh, you know what? I'm
1: like, I tried to go on some dates and I'm like, oh, I
0: it's so weird. Like, I don't like your
1: teeth, or I don't like how you're talking, or I don't like the way you walk, or like, I'm just, you're not it, you're not it, you're
0: not it. And so I just it's like, on Seinfeld, like the big hands, or like the close talker.
1: <laughs> I think also I'm just healing still, too. And I'm like, man, I miss my person, so it's like, man, you know. But I'll know.
0: I'll know.
1: And y'all know. Y'all will all know.
0: <laughs> I feel like it,
1: it's coming. What about you?
0: I'm married. I actually met my husband on Bumble and it was on a- <laughs> the in-person on Saturday and that was it. It
1: yeah, was a wrap.
0: So yeah. So weird. Cause I'm like not a romantic person or anything. And I am also a makeup artist and I had this beautiful doctor that came from New York and she had met her husband on um, Bumble. And I was like, dude, if she needs fucking help, like I need help. <laughs> And, um, I went on there yeah, and I met him and it just sounds so weird. And so like two thousands, because we just didn't do that when I was younger, you know what I'm saying? That was not yeah. normal.
1: you really? people be kidnapped and murdered. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: um, I, I appreciate you, dude. That was amazing. Thank, Thank you. you.
1: Yeah, of course. I love talking to you. That was awesome. Thank you. I'm
0: going to come down to San Diego and come visit.
1: Come on, come through. I'm always here. So oh. not going nowhere.
0: All right, guys. Thank you to Miss Cobra Lightning. Uh, remember, I'm not mean. I just say what everybody else is thinking. This is me to be chopping and I will see you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.